Killing me. Oh shit! Nice visual for the podcast, there, Chris. Yeah, man. I, uh, <laughs> Knock it off, James. <laughs> really taking those acting skills to the next level. Oh, uh, really pushing my boundaries. I'm expanding, James. I'm I'm branching out mm-hmm. and making new choices, different yeah. choices. Sh- sure, man. <laughs> I, I didn't have an end to this, so I was hoping that at some point you would interject. And yeah, so hey, we got there. Indeed, we did. Um, I, I don't know. I was, was going to let you flounder for a minute because yeah, it was fun. Oh man, just flopping like a fish on the bottom of a shitty canoe. Mm-mm-mm. Good times. Um, how was your week, James? Uh, the less said, the better. No, it was my kids' uh, spring break, so I stayed in the house with these animals twenty four seven. So happy to be podcasting today. Yeah, man. I. T- I just went to work like in the, during the actual week. I didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, man, this was real boring, and I had nothing like really even like. Usually, I have some sort of a plan, or we have some sort of dialogue for like starting one of yeah. these. But fucking oof! I think we're both just gassed. Yeah, <coughs> absolutely zero shtick today. Yeah, yet. Yeah, no, sh- no shticks. <laughs> We are bereft. Well, what? That wasn't oh, goddamn funny. Don't you dare laugh at that. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, it was funny to somebody. Oh, no. No, it wasn't. Well, yeah, you in <clears throat> front of me, you giggly bitch. All right, should we do the thing? We should do the thing. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Horror Vomit, where we talk about horror movies. So you don't have to. My name is Chris Pfaff, and I'm one of your hosts. Hey, I'm James Marino. I'm the other one of your hosts. Shit, really picked up the energy mid Wow, let me tell you, I cannot maintain that level for very oh, long today. Good God, no. We're not doing that the whole time. <laughs> you out of your fucking mind? Got a morning zoo with disco pistols and milky dick. Oh, Jesus. That, there's, there's a callback that I didn't remember until literally now. Oh, oh James and his milky dick. Anyway, this week we... Uh, <clears throat> And you're oh man! Disco pistol. I had a real fucking oyster in my throat when I tried to start that. It was one. from the Milky Dick. Yeah. Oh god damn it! All right, everyone. This week we are talking about 2017's Tragedy Girls. Mm-hmm. Written. There was a couple different writers, but it was based on original screenplay by Justin Olson, directed by Tyler McIntyre. Uh, I didn't look a whole lot into Tyler McIntyre. I know he also made uh, Patchwork. Patchwork is really fucking cool and mm-hmm. kind of has the same tone. It was where uh, three women get sewn together, but they all are like kind of in like a room, which would be the mind of the monster or whatever. It's a real interesting film. It's It does sound interesting. Yeah, and it's got almost the same kind of tone as uh, this one. Like okay. He's very much got a style, yeah. which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Being able to like instantly recognize... Like, oh, there's very strong similarities. Because on one hand, like, yeah, you should probably find something else to do. But also, Tarantino's rode that wave for fucking 40 years now or whatever. Right. Well, we'll take a look at ACDC. I mean, they made the same album, what, 15, 20 times? I bought at least nine of them. Yeah. That's so Same thing with Slayer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Slayer's made the same album for 30 years, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... 
I guess it's a good thing if you think of what the auteur theory is, it's like that's their brand, that's their style, that's their movie, that's what they're doing at all times. Yeah. Then you, you're going to see, you know, let's say McIntyre made five more. We're going to see a McIntyre movie. Why? Because it's a McIntyre movie. Everybody knows what you're saying. So it, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, starring uh, Brianna Hildebrand as Sadie, Alexandra Ship as Michaela, Jack Quaid as Jordan, and Kevin Durand as Lowell. Lowell. James. Yes. Pertinent question. Yes. Where do babies come from? And also, hmm. what did you think of Tragedy Girls? Wow. I, I'm like torn in about six different places with this movie because... I didn't get a lot of it. Much like childbirth. Yes, much like... <laughs> Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, there were a bunch of things that I, I found interesting about this movie, but nothing I liked. You know, I, it kept my interest at least all the way through it. And I was able to watch like mm, a good hour of it uninterrupted, which is unusual for me. Because I did the first half hour and then the last hour. So when we wrapped last week and I said to you, hey, let's do Tragedy Girls, mm -hmm. be forewarned, it is aggressively not for us. Yes. Uh, I'm going to walk that back. Mm -hmm. And I say that it's kind of important for uh, older white men, dumb dicks like us, to kind of watch something made by a younger person. Yeah. Because this has all the sensibilities of, like, it's very stylist stylistic Mm -hmm. And it's very sleek and cool, I guess, mm -hmm. for lack of a better term. But at its core, it's a fucking slasher. It is oh, an yes. '80s slasher, and it is bring like kind of bridging that gap. Like I was thinking about it, like man, this is the only time that I could hang out with like a 16 year old girl or whatever, mm -hmm. and we could both have like a decent time. Mm -hmm. Is watching Tragedy Girls, like. Yeah, yeah, it's not a fucking five-star film by any means. No, but it's a lot of goddamn fun, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I, I would say enjoyed it is the, is the word I would use. But, like I said, yeah, I, I, I sat through it, which is unusual. Again, for me, I, I can't usually do that. I, I It made me think about a bunch of different things, and it wasn't really built to do that, but it made me do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it was it was nice to look at. It was it was a it was a well shot film, and I, that that saves a lot. I could watch a shitty film as long as it's well shot. Yeah, and uh, I, I didn't recognize any of the artists since I don't listen to anything made past nineteen ninety seven. Generally speaking, mm -hmm. but I, I would assume that's like a cool soundtrack that it had because the music in it. Like I even thought a couple of the songs weren't bad. Right. I might look some of this shit up. But, you know, and I had one of my thoughts watching this movie is either it was done with the thumb on the pulse at a youth, right? They actually got it right. Or it's this guy's version of what kids are into. You know what I mean? I had the same thought because I have no basis for comparison. Right. I don't know if this is accurate or not. Right. <laughs> Because I'm sitting there going, ooh, I um, I don't know. Because my my oldest is eighteen; will be eighteen this year, and none of that stuff I've heard come out of you know out of their stereo. But then my kid listens to weird shit like me, so I don't know. Yeah, and like just the uh, not even the music, but also you know the social media, the online present. Like mm -hmm. we have a sort of an online presence, I guess. But you can very much tell that like. Yeah, I'm. I am the younger man here, and I am pushing forty. Mm -hmm. So I mean, 
that's when I say that, like I'm gonna walk back that I don't think this movie is for us. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important for old assholes like us to watch something like this. Well, that well, and we'll get to it in a little bit. But that 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 kind of goes to the comment that um, one of the cooks made where I work because we were talking about it because um, we were talking because we were just talking about La Girona. Yeah, and um, last week, and we we're talking about how it sucks that we don't have like. Latin Americans or people of color in the movies, but not be there for a reason just to be a character in the movie. Yeah. Good, bad, indifferent, just to, that's where they're from. No explanation needed. This movie did that. Mm-hmm. And all of the, the main leads were women. Again, good or bad, warts and all. And I thought that was, that was an excellent choice. And, and I thought it was kind of a cool thing to see. And that's what I was saying is that, like, this does absolutely have the sensibilities of somebody who knows 80s slasher films because of all the violence Mm -hmm. and just little stuff. Like, I kind of looked up the dates of his birthdays and whatever else. All the male characters are Mm -hmm. in their 30s and they're supposed to be high schoolers. Right. That's a fucking 80s slasher fucking Moved a pole because you know what I thought of when I saw what was it Jackson? What was the uh, uh, Jordan Jordan Jack Quaid? Yeah, yeah he when was I saw about 30 when they right, filmed this, when I saw this, I'm like, it was just like uh, what that Christmas movie we watched. That guy's a little old to be as <laughs> to be playing the age he's playing. Uh-huh. Wow, yeah, and that's again, they did it in uh, yeah, um, uh, Silent Night, Deadly yes. Night, yes, yes. Yeah, for some reason I thought you were talking about The Day of the Beast. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> we, for some reason, did two Christmas movies. But anyway, yeah. yeah. But yeah, all the older... And yeah, and every woman in this is super hot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no nudity, I don't believe. No, there in isn't. This. But like... I kept waiting. Yeah, even the kills in it are 80s slasher kills. And if you... Because I, I had this thought watching the movie. The thought I had watching the movie is that, yes, they're dressed modern, but the rooms... Like the living room, the dad's living room. Uh huh. That was the living room. It's not what everybody thinks the '80s looked like. That's what the '80s looked like. That kind of earth tone, every fucking thing. We still had shag carpet in '82. Uh-huh. You know, and so a lot of the stuff was spot on, and even the 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 dad's mustache was even for his even for his age, which is around my age. Yeah. Yeah. Was archaic. It was from the '80s. It, he wouldn't be wearing that now. Mm-hmm. He'd have a full beard, you know. Yep. So and they they kept I kept all this up. You know, we should probably do a little. <laughs> we should probably do a little recap of the movie before we jump any further. All right. Uh, do you want to, or do you want me to? It's you can start and I'll finish. <laughs> all right. Uh, so Sadie and Michaela are two high school teenage girls who are tracking a serial killer mm-hmm. uh, played by Kevin Durand. Mm-hmm. Excellently, I think. By the way, I'm trying to remember what else he was in. Oh, he's been in a bunch of really not so great shit. Because I know I've seen him, but yes, I can't it, think of where. He's you know yeah. that guy. Oh, I want to say uh, Into the Night, not Into the Night, uh, The Dark of the Night, something like that mm. he was in. He's in, not in a whole lot of really great movies, and he's not really that fantastic of an actor. Nope. Uh, no offense to him, he's clearly doing better than I am. Yeah. But I thought he was really good as the serial killer in this. Well, because he had the right tone. He matched, a lot of these movies lose it when everybody's in a different movie. Uh-huh. Everybody decided that this is the tone and this is, everybody's going to be at the same level. Uh-huh. And they kept that, which made it work for me because 
if they would have just gone a little left or to the right, they would have lost me. Yes. So they uh, track down this uh, serial killer. Lemon. Yeah. Layman. Yeah. They just don't know how to say it because, yeah. Anyway. Um, and they begin, or they track him down, uh, capture him. Yep. Keep him in like an underground bunker somewhere and start killing people under the suspicion that uh, he is still the serial killer. Yep. And that's pretty much the Yep, they're, they're basically killing to get bones. likes on their blog. Yes. Their uh, true crime blog. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the whole thing in a nutshell, yeah? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's real simple. Yes, it is. But again, I think... And what this movie, I think, does correctly the most... Uh, man, that was grammatically dog shit. But, uh, yeah, I'm, try, I'm following, I'm piecing together, making diagrams in my head right now. Go but, ahead. But, um... It gets the fun right. Yes. And that's what a lot of movies with a tone like this don't get right. That's why Housebound was so goddamn good. Mm-hmm. Because they got the fun parts right. Yes. And I think they got the kills right in this movie. They got them perfect. Uh-huh. And like you said, <clears throat> there's a lot of this movie that you can skip. I think this is might be a really good Halloween party movie. Yes. And here's why. Because if you pay attention to it, it's good. But it's a movie that you can fuck around on your phone, look up every 20 minutes, and you can still follow along. Mm -hmm. Which, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how they make a movie that you can sort of half pay attention to and still draw out the same amount of enjoyment as if you actually paid close, close attention. The only way you can do that is with a movie with a simple theme that you do not veer from. And yes, they throw in complications, but they never veer from the main theme, which is they're doing shit. These little sociopathic kids are doing this for likes and mm-hmm. blogs. And all of their murders are being called accidents. <clears throat> oh, I and love And it's really that. pissing them off throughout the entirety of the film. Yep. But, um... Yeah, where do you where do you want to go? Uh, well, I, what what are some things that you didn't care for about this film? Okay, aside from young people, yeah, because we can't just sit here and be crotchety old shitheads. Ah, these kids, blah blah blah. Get off my lawn for cray. <laughs> anyway, your I'm, shutter lawn. That's right. <laughs> Get off my old timey streaming services. <laughs> Why I you, oughta? You damn kids with your mortars. <laughs> Um, I love Craig, Craig Robinson and anything, but it just seemed like they just shoehorned him in. It's like, Hey, I got about, I got about uh, a day to shoot. Yeah. Anybody want to yeah. write something for me? Yeah. That, that's exactly how that went. Yeah. Okay. I, I can almost guarantee you. Cause it, it kind of took me out of the movie. Cause I, almost, how do I want to say this? It feels like one of those situations. Have you seen the greasy strangler? No. Or... Uh, evening with Beverly Lynn. I've heard of it. I've not seen it. That's uh, two movies by, I forget the name of the director, but uh, off the strength of the Greasy Strangler, which has nobody in it, Beverly Lynn has a bunch of people that said, I want to work with this director. And I think that's what might have happened with this, is a bunch of people probably saw Patchwork, which has no recognizable names in it. And they saw that and said, I want to work with this dude. Because, I mean, Brianna Hildebrand, she was in the Deadpool movies. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple people, uh, Jack Quaid and the douchey motorcycle boyfriend. They're both from uh, the Hunger Games movies. Yes, they are. Yeah. And so, oh, I mean, like... And they, I just watched the Hunger Games two days ago. I don't know how I didn't see that. Yeah, it's... Uh, I forget his name, but he's mm-hmm. the boy character. Yeah. The douchey motorcycle boyfriend is the... Uh, Ah, shit. There's two of them. There was PETA, which was yes, the... Yes, that's, yeah. that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, so I mean... You this, can sleep well tonight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He got Craig Robinson, uh, this girl that... Had, these girls that have been in shit. Alexandra Ship. I don't remember, but I know she was in something big that I had never seen. Well, I kind of half-ass recognize just about everybody in this movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've seen them in passing. So, I mean, it's not like... They got nobody. And yeah, to say that, yeah, Craig Robinson was probably shoehorned in. I don't doubt it. I absolutely that do was not the, doubt it. It felt out of place. Right. But I mean, I don't know who the girl that played the, like the rival cheerleader that they kill in the wood shop. Mm-hmm. I don't know who she was, but she could have not been in this movie whatsoever either. It's just knife fodder. I guess, yeah, yeah. It's a total '80s slasher thing to do. Yeah, and well, and especially that kill where where they were got tired of them saying it was an accident because mm-hmm. one of them they set up to be an accident, uh-huh. and then they went up and had to stab him about four times because they kept fucking up. They didn't quite do the job. <laughs> if if I had to be murdered, I'm glad that it's you. God, he plays such a douche. Yes, he does. Oh, God. <laughs> that fucking guy. Because mm, Yeah, they can track his movements because every night he'll be out front uh, working on his motorcycle. Mm. And all we'll have to do is call. And so I believe it's Michaela calls him and just like breathes into the phone. Yep. And he lists off like four different names before getting to her. Yes. That was incredible. <laughs> and I, I love this scene where... He was trying to be all thoughtful. He's talking to all the girls. Yeah, I know you get you, you, you. This is the time to really get in touch with yourself and open yourself up to. And I'm like, you he's, fucking. He's the dude hanging out in front of the high school on his motorcycle. Yep. Talking to all these girls about deep, meaningful things. I, nobody understands you like I do, honey. And, and Michaela is sitting there watching him. Yeah. Just fucking soaking her panties. Mm-hmm. And Sadie's just like, man, this dude's a douche. Yep. Ah. <laughs> uh. So do you have a favorite kill in this movie? I think the Craig Robinson yes. kill is my favorite. Because it there was a practical effect and it was cheesy enough, but gross enough that it just brought you back to every 80s movie you've ever seen in your life. And I think that might be, as much as you said the uh, Craig Robinson was distracting, that might be my favorite just uh, sequence in the film is when they kill him. Because mm-hmm. uh, they... Are planning on killing him because he's Big Al, the firefighter. He's right. like, for some reason, a local hero that's just banging their teacher. Yep. Again, man, this movie doesn't fuck around with the fun aspects. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Because a lot of times, again, in dark comedies, they they either don't go one way enough or the other way enough. And uh-huh. I, it was a really good balance, I think. Yeah. So they, he, uh, Big Al's in the gym. And I think it's Michaela goes in and is starting to show off in, yeah. in front of him, pushing her chest out and making a whole lot of innuendo. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sadie's out in the car and gets a call that uh, the sheriff's son, uh, Jordan, is going to be showing up at her house with a whole bunch of like police evidence that he stole. Mm-hmm. So she runs in to go help Michaela kill Big Al. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the part where she throws the fucking 
dumbbell at him and he just catches it and whips it back at her face. That was classic. That's what I really loved about this sequence, though, is that, oh, this might all fall apart because it looks like Big Al is going to fucking murder them. Well, they, and, put, they played that line so many times in this movie where you're just like, oh, they are fucked. They are uh-huh. completely fucked. And then they somehow cliffhanger, get out of it. Mm-hmm. And, it and it's never a cheap save either. It's never a... Yeah, it, it's one of those things that you know, obviously, it's called Tragedy Girls. You know they're probably going to be fine, or if they are arrested, it'll be at the end. Right. But like you said, it's not a cheap way around anything. Right. I mean... Uh, I guess you could argue that it is. They always just say, eh, it was an accident. Mm -hmm. But that's part of the sheriff's motivation as well. They set that up in the beginning. Oh, man. And it's also the kid's motivation, Well, besides being sociopathic killers, it's the kid's motivation to say, well, fuck, this one's an accident. We're going to make this one not look like an accident, which sets up that amazing kill that was my second favorite kill, the accidental kill. Like, they were going to go shanker, they strung her up and on what that um, chain fall. Yeah. And as she gets pulled up in the chain fall, she swings, hits, hits the uh, buzzsaw, swings headfirst into the buzzsaw. Yeah, right into a table saw. And they're like, fuck, this is going to look like an accident. So they put her on a oh, table. It was because they didn't mean to get her foot caught in that chain. Right. But they were like, oh, because they, they were just going to shank her basically. Mm-hmm. But now they've got to make it look like a specific murder and boy did they 80s style yeah and i really like that yeah that they kind of give away the game because previously they had set up that this other cheerleader saw michaela's shoes Mm -hmm. and they're in their you know black hood like black hoodies with white masks yep (laughs) and the other cheerleader just goes michaela Yep. Ah, fuck. So you see him just both take off their mask and just decide to kill this bitch and she fights back. Yeah, she does. I was uh, surprised. Yeah, every almost everybody fights back against them. Which is cool, because how many times in a horror movie have you gone? Mm-hmm. Just Are you going to try or are you just going to stand there and get stabbed? What, yeah. What? And, I mean, that can also be cool in its own right. Let's not forget the uh, Jason beating someone against a tree in a sleeping bag. Well, there's that, yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, it is really cool to see our main characters kind of get fucked up. <laughs> the only thing I was thinking, the only thing missing to make that even more eighties that that particular kill with the the head on the uh, turntable was to have a montage of something in between time, like they're killing and changing outfits. That would just make it just a tiny bit more eighties, man. And it would have fit beautifully in this movie. Oh, if we could go back and give Mister Mister McIntyre some notes, yeah, do do a dress up montage during a murder. It yeah. would be beautiful. <laughs> Set it to like I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Oh, I'm but so no, there. Um, back to the Craig Robinson kill. Um, mm. What were they? What what was that? What kind of poison was that that they were using? I, it was never I, really clear. No, I have no idea. <coughs> but she's got something in a small squirt bottle, and she mm. kicks over his water intentionally, goes mm. and fills it back up. So it's got to be something that's tasteless. Yeah, because it's a clear liquid. Right, and I'm guessing it's a tranquilizer because they said, "Well, he's a pretty big guy." Yeah, and. They finally get him to drink this, and then Sadie just runs out and just, like, hits him in the back of the head with a barbell, mm-hmm. to which he just pretty much just runs, what the fuck? Yep. And proceeds to kind of beat the shit out of these two girls. I could not believe I was like, whoa, damn. And that his face, while he's strangling Sadie, mm-hmm. is, mm. Yep. Man, 
rage. That is rage. Understandably. Yep. But you never, when I think of Craig Robinson, I think of funny songs or I think of his stand up or I think of, you know, the shtickle that he's done. I didn't know the man could act. Oh, he looks like a scary dude when he gets pissed. Oh, I, because usually we see Craig Robinson, you get a little half smile on your face. When I now I see Craig Robinson, I'm going, what? Which one am I getting? Because I don't want the other one. Because he actually looks scary. I was holy shit. Yeah, because like I said, he catches that dumbbell or yeah dumbbell and just whips it back at this high school girl. Throws Michaela into a fucking mirror, Mm -hmm. like hard. Yeah, that was a good effect. Yes, it was. Because man, she smashed into that. (laughs) The other thing that I really like that kind of reminds me of 80s before we get back to how they actually kill him. Our main characters get fucked up, Mm -hmm. but they never show it. Right. It's immediately just erased. And again, that's... If you're really watching this movie critically, it's one of those, well, they would have bruises, whatever. But when you realize the tone of it, like, yeah, it's fun and stupid and silly. Like, yeah. yeah, cool. All right, good. I'm glad. I'm glad they look nice. And again, that's that's why where they straddle the line. That's where they keep that dark comedy working. They don't they don't jack it up one way or the other. Yeah, and they never bring it up. Neither of those girls ever says to the other like, "Hey, how's your whatever doing?" After getting punched in the face by this, like, oh yeah, it's yeah, never cause, acknowledged because Lowell headbutts her right in the fucking nose, and it should have shattered her face. Absolutely, not a small guy. No, so Craig Robinson is strangling the living shit out of uh, Sadie. Old girl looked like she was getting strangled for real, too. I I wouldn't doubt it if, like, because it wasn't a very long shot. No, but you could see the veins popping, buddy. Yeah, she was red. Yeah. And then uh, music swells and Craig Robinson stands up with a knife in between his ribs. Yep. Uh, but he falls back onto the bench press. Yeah, because uh, Michaela hits him with another fucking dumbbell. Yep. Falls back onto the bench press. Sadie yanks the, what is that? Like a, It's like the safety pin. Yeah. Right? The pin that you put in to make yeah, sure yeah. the shit doesn't fall. And, man, I'm so glad that they went for what they did. Yeah. Because they could have just had it take his whole head off. Like, hit him in right. the neck. And that's what I thought it was going to do. No. Hits him, like, right in the eyebrow line. And cleaves the entire skull, and you can see it open up. Whoop. Dude. This movie kind of fucking rules, James. Yeah. Again, it it, it just, uh, like I said, I, I watched an entire hour of it. So I, I, I just didn't know how I felt about it because I'm like, I, I didn't, I obviously didn't get some of it, and I wasn't sure if the stuff I did get was relevant or. Right, I, I will say, okay, it does. After I think it's the Craig Robinson kill, it kind of lags for a minute because yeah. it starts to get into really the, the disintegration between the relationship of. Well, that's yeah. The Sadie and Michaela and. I understand why they did it. That's just storytelling. Right. I, I'd like to just see some more Gonzo Hogwild murder. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jordan and Sadie are kind of starting a thing during all that. Yeah. Sort of. Well, Jordan is definitely. trying. He's, he's, yeah, he is stealing police evidence from his sheriff dad. Mm-hmm. And I love this. I love the scene where he got he got the records of Michaela's craziness. Just happens to be right there in public records, even though I know it's a police station, but still, they still have that stuff sectioned off and you need a court whatever to see it. Yeah. 
So he's all up in that evidence, no problem. Yep, and uh, although the, it's never made clear what's fucked up about Ma- Michaela, they just—I think they say it, but it's in like one passing line. Mm, okay, I don't, it, they don't dwell on it. I think it's one of those again. We know what kind of movie this is. Here it is. We're oh. never coming back to it, really. But here it is. Here's the explanation. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but it. Turns out that Sadie and Michaela ended up killing Jordan's mother. That I thought that was an excellent addition. I did a. I didn't see it come in. Nope. And but then when it came, I was just like, I get it now. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh huh. That makes sense. All of the sense. So yeah, which could have been this could have been a lot stupider of a movie. Yeah. This could have been a steaming dog pile of shit in lesser hands. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying that you can pay attention to this movie and it's good. Mm-hmm. You can also not, and it's equally enjoyable. I guess in a different way, but yeah, yeah this is a great throw on a, at a party movie. Yeah, you know, I think this is something I could watch with my kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's of a certain graphic age. Graphic violence. Yeah. There are a couple dismemberment scenes. Well, one of my kids watched The Raid with me the other day, so Hell yeah. You gotta see some hammer fights before you're 10. Come on. You to watch a guy get a fucking machete shoved kind of into his face. Yeah. Oh, that's such a tense, gross-ass shot. Yes. Ugh. Although, you know, funny thing is that in this movie, the machete in the face wasn't as jarring as that one. No, because they set it up exactly like they should have. A car parked on a bridge at night. There's a noise outside. Mm-hmm. Go check. Yeah, and he gets a fucking Jason uh, machete to the face. Doesn't kill him. Uh Uh-uh. Cleaves his head almost in half. And then the girls give him shit because, yeah, they take a kill away from him. Yep. Because they had to kill the kid. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, it is. I like the subplot, too, of the the serial killer trying to turn turn them against each other. Yep. And... uh, I'm, I was trying. I was trying to figure out where they were keeping them. Though was it someplace in town? Was it underneath one of their houses? Was it a remote site? The, my understanding that it was like either an abandoned building or it looked kind of wet, almost like mm-hmm. a, a sewer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Something like that. I don't believe they ever make it explicitly clear, but I don't need them to no. either. But. It has to be somewhere because they have cameras set up. Yeah, they do. And I, I love the fact that they're checking them on the phone. It wouldn't even fucking occur to me. I'd be checking that house every 45 minutes. They're just on their phone like, mm-hmm, okay, he's still there. Hi. Mm-hmm. And they do the really good fucking scene where the serial killer gets loose and is attacking uh, Jordan mm-hmm. in, the, in the sheriff's home. Yes. Oh That's my god! Perfect '80s slasher bullshit. And they dressed them up just like a sla- slasher. Mm-hmm. Although I will tell you what I thought was kind of cheap. I was feeling all kind of smart because I was seeing, oh, that's from kind of from this movie. That's kind of from this movie. And I thought I was super smart until they they name dropped Final Destination because they thought I might not be stupid or be smart enough to pick up that reference. I'm like, oh fuck you! I wasn't smart. Everything was obvious. God damn it! Right, but. 2017, dude. If you're a young person watching it in 2017, what? Oh. Final Destination was like late 90s, dude. Yeah, that was last year, right? Yeah. Okay. It seems recent to us. Yeah. I have zero concept of the passage of time, so. 
Yeah. And I really like that they did, in fact, bring the serial killer back for the finale. Like, yes, he is a constant character and a constant threat. Because he could have been a throwaway. Yes. Because once the, his usefulness was done, okay, now they're going to blame him. We can get him busted. Now we've got our blog and they could have done more of that. No, they actually timed it out just right. They kept him for the ends. Mm-hmm. Ah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. A lot of times I, I feel like these endings are cheap. Or they're cobbled together just to make it work because they wrote themselves in a corner. Again, we talk about a movie that's inhabited. This was thought out. This wasn't just like, oh, we've got funding. Fuck, we better finish this. Yeah. No, this was like, hey, they finished. They had all this stuff ready to go. Hey, can we get funding now? Uh Uh-huh. That makes me happy. Yeah. And even like, you can tell it's not an expensive movie because some of the like kills, like they don't look great. Mm-mm. Again, it's a good Halloween party movie, great. But oh, yeah. yeah, as far it's not you know The Shining. It's I guess that's man, we're old. Yeah, because I just referenced a movie from 1980 as being <laughs> with not a lot of special effects. Might I had um, yeah, ain't a lot of special effects like the Demon Seed. Yeah, but like yeah, they don't look great. But also it's a cheap movie by uh, I'm assuming Tyler McIntyre is a young director. I'm going to have to guess because yeah, I'd never really heard of him. Yeah. But oh, fuck, where was I going? Um, oh, uh, in the finale, Jordan finds out that they killed the, the two girls killed his mother. Yes. And then they fucking hang him. <laughs> I was so surprised. I thought maybe he would finally get back at one of them or uh-huh. whatever. Or he was going to stab Michaela and him and what's-her-butt were going to live happily ever after for uh-huh. two weeks until she stabbed them. But no, none of that happened. They hung him. They fucking hung him. They immediately reconcile their friendship and yep. hang him. Mm-hmm. Because they're and BFFs. They are, and they are delighted by it. Yes, they are. And I love the fact that once the murders are no longer deemed accidents, they're, they're concerned for the community and mm-hmm. you know oh we've heartfelt and this and that and, and their their likes keep going up yep. and every murder they become more of the focal point of all the attention and mm-hmm. that is super cool yes and it's not the because uh, i mean i think it's only the sheriff that is even kind of looking at them everybody else sees them as like community leaders who are Mm -hmm. leading this charge to find the killer in rosewood i believe yeah which again perfect name for a stupid 80 slasher town Mm -hmm. oh rosewood heights would have been one step Mm. better and that's it yeah just that little mm. and then at the very end they end up killing the serial killer lowell as well yes they do you know and what i love about this is it's not apologetic Nope. They fucking got away with it. And not even in a cheap, let's make a sequel kind of way. Should we talk about the uh, final part of the ending? The way that they end up killing a shitload of people? Oh, you know, with all the shit that we were talking about, I almost forgot about that. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus. It's real fucking dark. (laughs) And it's very fucking 80s. Uh Uh-huh. Because they are holding hands in their masks. They Mm -hmm. chain the door shut and... uh, Set it ablaze. All of it ablaze. That shit went on. They burned their entire prom. <laughs> what they said the body count was 124 people in this horrible, horrible fire. Uh huh. Oh, very, also very Carrie. 
and they get the the nerdy girl who's like kind of acts as the assistant. Yeah, the one who kisses the the one bitch's ass. Uh huh. Yeah, they get her all shit hammered at the mm-hmm. end. And she's dancing, uh-huh. finally having letting loose a little bit. Yep, and that's again like that slow progression of even this stupid side character that didn't need to be there doesn't mm-hmm. matter whatsoever. Yeah, she's finally kind of breaking out of her shell, drunk at this high school prom, mm-hmm. and gets burned alive. They all get. I, I love the shot where they're banging on the windows trying to get out. Uh huh. And the chains they put on that door. Oh my god. I. I can actually remember exactly what they look like because it was that well shot. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I don't even know how they made that stick in my head like that, but damn, those chains. And I don't know about like DVD or whatever releases, but as far as like the shutter clip art, yeah, it's that's the clip art is them <gasps> oh, holding, it is. holding hands with their backs to the camera with the shot of the door and kids pounding on like those... Uh, Thin windows that, like, school gymnasium doors mm-hmm. have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Well, you know what those masks look like, too? The purge masks. Yep. It took me a second. I was like, where do I know those masks from? Oh, purge masks. Man. I love the purge movies, and I really shouldn't. I've never seen one of them. Uh, do, you, uh, do you know effectively, like, the story of what the purge is? Yeah, everything's legal one day a year, keeps crime down the rest of the year, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, uh, boil that down, and it is uh, poor people. Fuck them. Gotcha. <laughs> Fuck them. Let them all kill each other. There you go, because the rich people have their bunkers and uh-huh. safety. I got you. Got you. They made an entire series of that, and we all as a society gobbled it up, and I love them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go get a trough and maybe check them out, because they got all of them at the used DVD store. Dude, I I can't speak to the quality of them, but they're movies that I like. <laughs> Look, I, there's a bunch of movies that I will watch over and over again because they are comforting. Mm-hmm. Not good. But just when there's nothing else to watch, I will always put one of these movies in just because I know exactly what's going to happen. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I haven't seen the newest Purge, man. That came out like last year or the year before. Mm. Was, was that 2020 the... or 2021? I want to say The Forever Purge. No, I don't. I'm not familiar with that one. I, the, if I want to see like the purge, and then like the the one the one's called like the first purge. Or yeah, something. that was a real stupid idea. Whoever did that was it should be fired immediately. Well, I want to watch it to see how it started. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's. I haven't obviously again. I haven't seen the Forever Purge, but it was the weakest in the series. I gotcha. Think. It wasn't bad. I still enjoyed it. But it might have been bad, but <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. There you go. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm that kind of shitbag. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, again, I just, I can't get over how fun this movie is. Well, I, I like, again, I like the points that, I like a lot of the points that it makes without making them. Again, with the leads, with the choices he made for casting, for everything that they did for this. Upon really looking at it and thinking about it, I just, I, I like a lot of that stuff. I don't know if I'd watch it again. That movie I enjoyed while I was watching it. But yeah. I, I don't think it's a rewatch for me. Nah, if I'm just sitting alone watching a film. Right, probably I, not. Yeah, but I mean, I don't even know if I'd put it on. I, I would probably... Nah, no, nah, I wouldn't recommend it. Really? To anybody I know. Maybe my kid, I'd say... I'd, I'd ask my kid to watch it just to say, hey, you know, is this relevant at all? And get that kind of feedback. But that's about it. I mean... The I guess the social relevance is the part that I kind of don't care about the most. Mm. It's that 
dichotomy is the wrong word, but the uh, bringing together of newer sensibilities with uh, classic sensibilities Mm -hmm. and blending them together so well Mm -hmm. that, again, I think this movie, it flows for me. It really does. It doesn't seem like a chore to watch. No, it was not a chore to watch. It was was enjoyable upon, you know, looking back at it. But again, the only people that I could recommend to watch this movie for real are my age. (laughs) And if it's not uh, Die Hard Part 12, they're not going to be interested. Right. So who am I going to recommend the movie to? Um... Again, anyone you know that's really into like eighty slashers, be like, "Hey, man, check out this kind of new adaptation on like an old classic." I gotta look at this like a horror fan. God damn it! No, I'm I'm getting there, but yes, I get it. I get it now. Yeah, because I mean, it's solidly made. Mm-hmm. It's presumably hip. I don't know, and it gets you there. And I mean, culture changes so fast. This is from 2017 so a lot of this stuff could no longer be relevant it could be a, a even five years later a relic of a bygone era but they're not even using tiktok as a social media platform which of course is dated now too but yeah uh, don't they do a TikTok? they do something like that yeah they but make videos they make a I lot think, yeah but, but i think it's mainly on like twitter or yeah youtube twitter Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I really love the way that they did that video, too. Because it didn't feel shoehorned in to me. Right. It, it, it was. It kind of reminded me of, again, 80s bullshit. Like, all the commercials or whatever in, like, RoboCop movies. Yes. Where it just kind of like, oh, no, that, that was... That fits. That's why that was there. And it, it it's, a, again, credit to the um, actresses, because... Or the actors, because they looked like... Two people that would make their own video. They don't look like a directed version mm-hmm. of what the director thinks that video should look like. It looked like two kids made this video. Yeah, and it doesn't bring everything to a grinding halt. The thing that I can pinpoint as far as a film that does that is, did you see The Big Short? No. Where it was about like the housing crisis, right. but they would stop and bring on like uh, Anthony Bourdain did a whole thing about like kind of explaining economics or whatever, and it kind of feels like that's what they were going to do here. When it you know mm-hmm. uh, here's the difference between a mass murderer and a spree killer. Right, spree killers you know blah 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 blah. And I thought for a second that oh they're just gonna stop the movie and do this short stupid explanation but no it is the video that these two girls are making and it looks cheesy like two high school girls who don't know really how to video edit made mm. it and you know you now that you mentioned though they could have cheapened it up because of that little cartoon at the beginning uh-huh. and i'm like oh, is it going to be one of those real real cheesy comedy horror films where they're going to do a cartoon and then somebody's going to die, and then they're going to make a little shtickle afterwards. And no, they didn't go there. That was an excellent choice again. Yeah, and the, it ends with uh, Michaela pushing Sadie in front of the van, and it looks like the most horseshit fucking editing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like two stupid high school girls would have made, well, not stupid, but, you know, yeah. just slapped together for their blog yes. about recent murders. And I also love the fact we talk about um, it being a, the unapologetic tone. Th- they never change what they want. 
No. They never change, even through whatever tribulations are going on. They don't change. They're, you know, they're vapid sociopaths who want this thing and they're just doing it and they're getting away with it. And I love that. Yeah. And they've essentially tried to turn their pastime into something that they might be able to monetize. Yes. And in this case, murder. Wow. Real, uh, real deep look at uh, the negative effects of hustle culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. No, you right. said hustle culture. Yeah, that's the only time I'm going to even try and get serious about fucking tragedy girls. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. <coughs> Mainly you, James. I apologize. I I appreciate you going for it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um. Again, I and I really love the way that Kevin... Uh, I mean, we kind of touched on it. The way that Lowell is played. Mm-hmm. Because... I don't know how Kevin Durant sounds when he speaks regularly, but he's got a real grizzly, and he sounds like he's got a mouthful of puke or spit. Mm-hmm. Like it's, a, he's got a real wet voice in this. I'm gonna skull fuck you in front of your severed heads in front of your parents. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Alrighty then, and I love their reaction to it. Like, now yeah, okay. shut up. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. And then they just tase him in the neck again. Well, I loved that initial tase scene because they'd never used a taser. I don't think it's working. And in the meantime, this guy's spasming. Fucking Amazon. Because, yeah, they just ordered a taser off the internet. And they didn't test it out. They just did it. Although, I was just thinking about the little things. Um, They they talked about the missing animals. About how they practiced on animals. Yep. And the dad's at the town hall meeting going, and what about those animals missing too? Yeah. You know, trying to, because they were trying to, you know, ferment some, hey, there is a killer here. No, it's an accident. No, it's killers. There's killers. You know, they're trying to get that up. And then the dad even said, yeah, what about the missing animals? There was hinting that it was a serial killer. Yeah. In previous, uh, when Sadie gets home and, you know, dad's sitting in his easy chair in front of the TV, all 80s dad style, drinking mm-hmm. a beer. She says, yep, I had to go for a grocery run. Yes, I filled the tank. And he just... just That's my girl. That throwaway line. Hey, have you seen the cat? And then the scene ends. Yes. So they're setting it up to... Man, very good. See, again... Very, very good. Sometimes, while watching a movie, I don't notice all these little things. And I really... Like, when we're talking about it now, the more I hear about it, I'm like... Wait, we did see the same movie because I didn't have to make other movies out of this. Mm -hmm. I, I watched it linearly. But damn, the more we talk about it, the more I appreciate it. Because mm-hmm. I, because I, I don't think about it, even while I'm watching it. I, you know, even thinking about it critically, I don't notice all these little, little, little things. I can, I can see it on a big thing. I can, I feel like I like this, and then figure out from there. But yeah. And here's what I like about a movie like this too. That immediately kind of made me fall in love with this movie the first time I saw it. It lets you know what it is immediately mm-hmm. because Sadie and the the first dude that gets the uh, machete to the head are making out in the back seat on the bridge yep it, it's the cheesiest fucking setup because you start it and go oh god damn it on a bridge yeah and they're making out and they hear noises and he doesn't want to go he's like no we'll just leave don't be a pussy yeah and she's like why are you being such a little bitch about this mm-hmm. and immediately doing that within the first 45 seconds of your film sets your tone and lets you know exactly, oh, I don't like this. I can turn this off. Or, oh, cool. This is what this is going to be. And if you think about 
like the horror movies that we're watching, the one that's set up, I don't, I knew nothing about this movie coming in, right? So I don't know if this girl's going to make it or not make it because they set everything up that guy's going to get whacked and she's next. Mm-hmm. We don't know that she's part, I mean, I guess it's tragedy girls, but I don't know if this is one of the tragedy girls yet. Yeah. So yeah, it does suck you right in and tells you it's a horror movie real fucking quick. And, and yeah, with the, uh, and well done too. Yeah. And just with the, uh, the, why are you being such a little bitch about this? And he said something about like, well, I don't want to go out there. You know, she responds with, well, I'm sorry. I heard you that you were a fucking man. Mm-hmm. And she's just badgering this dude. to look, Essentially she's baiting him to go get murdered. Yep. But yeah, it sets that tone of like, it's kind of, again, like kind of like a Tarantino film where immediately, you know what you're watching. And I was thinking about it. He was wearing a letter jacket. She was wearing a jean jacket. Who wears jean jackets anymore? When was the last time you saw somebody wear a jean jacket? I don't know, Tiffany? Well, yeah. Again, going back a few. But, so, I mean, it's timeless and of its time also. Mm-hmm. Which they did. It, God damn it. <laughs> I, didn't, I mean, I noticed that it was like, oh, you can feel the 80s through certain things. But now the more I think about it, they... They ratcheted the fuck out of that one. Uh huh. And they didn't try and. And it wasn't so obvious. I didn't know. I didn't notice it until just now. How do I want to say this? It's not like a Stranger Things kind of like the. uh, Mm -hmm. It's not the member berries. Hey, remember this? Hey, remember this? It just does it. Yeah. And it, like you said, it does it unapologetically. Because they could. Yeah, you're right. Because they could have cheapened it by putting a Stephen King novel on the on the mantelpiece, or they could have done real obvious stuff nothing was obvious yeah and like you we kind of made the joke about like putting like the 80s montage in yeah i that i think that might have pissed me off if they'd have been like kind of real cheap about it they kept with a current tone yep but did all of the same beats yeah well i mean even even the shoes that they found in, in the locker that had the blood spatter they weren't chucks but they looked like them you know what I mean? And some of the outfits that they wore were throwbacks. They're, they're modern styles, but throwbacks to Yeah, 80s. it's that retro 80s, but without shoving it down your throat, <laughs> without somebody saying, oh, look at this retro 80s jacket that I got. Exactly. They just do it. Yes. <laughs> and they do it well, because it, it's it's subtle. It's not over your head, you know, not over the head, beat you over the head, and we're going to tell you exactly what we're doing. This is 80s. Yeah, again, like Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, they, they do it well. God damn it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't hate liking this movie. I just didn't know I liked it until just about now. Yeah. 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 It's one of those. Kind of so, like those. So, James. Yeah. Tragedy Girls. Would yeah. you Would you recommend? I would recommend it to anybody but most of my um, peer group. <laughs> I, I would recommend it to anyone that I don't know. That's correct. <laughs> you might like this, but everybody I know would be like, what the fuck are you coming at me with this stuff for, for cry I? Yeah, just go listen to the thing that we recorded off. We'll explain why it's good. (laughs) We'll mansplain why this movie about females is good. Yeah. (laughs) Anyhow. But yeah, again, I like the fact that our villains are villains. You know, there's no redeeming quality about them. Not one single, except that they're good friends. And they're they're hot. (laughs) Oh yeah, that too. God, I'm so old that I looked at that going, I can't even look at these girls. Well, no, but I mean, yeah. like, in the, uh, I mean, 
yeah, if you're a 20 year old dude, you'd be like, God damn. Yes. Like, yeah, I don't want to hang out with either one of no. them. Even if they weren't psychopathic murderers. No. 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 You're like 17. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Beat it, lizard. No. Hit the bricks, toots. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> James, should we wrap this up? Yeah, I think it's time to fuck off into this good night. Yeah, dude, it's like six in the afternoon. It's hey. very sunny out. There are people out taking nice strolls. Oh, fuck those people. I'm going to bed at eight o'clock. They eat a bullet dick. <laughs> Enjoying their lives. I'm going to fucking have walks and strolls in the sunshine. Fuck those people. Yeah, fuck you, you pieces of shit. And you know what else? Hmm. Fuck you, Morris. Morris, fuck you. I, I sincerely hope that you choke on a sandwich. Or a dick. No, oh, come on, James. What? Have some fucking decorum. I'm sorry. Twice right. in the same time. Yeah. All right. What have we got to plug? Sorry, I'm trying to... Get, there's a thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there is a thing bothering me. <laughs> I, I'm the pewter. <laughs> See, I'm hip. Yeah, you took some letters I talk, off. I talk like the kids. Yeah, you know that leet speak. Mm-hmm. 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 And how. What do we got to plug? We've got... Um, this. Uh, <laughs> fucking this. We're on the Facebook. I don't know why we bother doing this. Because it's fucking fun. No, I mean the, oh. the plugs. <laughs> oh. I don't know, because you always say, hey, what do we got to plug? I got to say know, some it, it, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, <laughs> plug our piles because this fucking thing is over. <laughs> what have we got to plug? That ass. <laughs>